0: Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 137. How to plan your Meet the Teacher night using print and digital. So today, we are going to talk all about open house, meet the teacher, what that might look like for you in your school, and how we can take what we learned about our virtual open houses last year, and we can incorporate some of those elements to make our in-person so much easier. This can be a stressful night no matter how many years you've been teaching or if this is your very first one. It can feel stressful. It's It feels like a big production and we want to put our best foot forward and make a good impression. And sometimes we get a little nervous. So let's talk about some things that we can do to make this night a, a night to remember. I hope you stick around. <laughs> Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina DeBerry, Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina DeBerry. Hey, so... I feel like it has been so long since I talked about anything other than Makerspace. <laughs> so I think that was a long stretch of, of conversation about Makerspace. I do feel strongly about this and I think it's it can be such a special magical thing to have in our classrooms and I think it's important but I'm not going to talk about that anymore for quite a while. So you're in the clear when it comes to that. I will be talking about things that I think engage our students and excite our students, help our students fall in love with learning, because that is what I think is really important and what we, what we need to focus on in our classrooms. But we're going to step away from from makerspace and all things that have to do with that and we're going to focus on some things that that will hopefully get you prepared for back to school because that is really right around the corner in my district we have one more week before teachers have to go back which is crazy I don't know where the time went it just feels like it flew by and I just oh I don't know I am not returning to my position as media specialist. I I actually resigned. This is my second time of resigning. And then I f- really focused on trying to meet the needs of teachers all across the country and really hone in on that and create some materials that hopefully makes your lives easier and helps you do such an important job that you do with kids and i did that for about 2 years and i went back into the school system and now i'm ready to to try again to really focus on that again cuz i i feel like there's a lots of things that can help teachers and and that's what i am hoping to do and i'm looking at some other options too some some options in the works to see what will happen but i think it's i think it's time to to find my my path, find my own path. And I know that it can be, you know, a moment when we're in teaching where we think, do we do we keep going? Do we stay? Do we fight the fight? Do we, you know, keep on doing all the amazing things that we're doing in our classroom? Or we push back against some of the things that are crazy in our system. And I say, Yes, yes, we do that. And I think that that is I think what teachers do is such an important job. And I know that in my heart and in my mind, I will always be a teacher. I feel like once you're a teacher, and you've been teaching for over 20 years, or even if you've been teaching for a few years, it just becomes a part of who you are. And I think that that is I think it's something that's very hard, very, very hard to let go of. And sometimes you find yourself doing it even to your spouse <laughs> or your own children. They're like, stop teaching me. I'm not your student. So <laughs> I, have, I know I've had that. I've had those. I've had trouble with that in the past, I will admit. And hopefully I will not continue to do that to my own children. And I don't need to do that to my spouse because I don't have one. So that helps with that situation. But you know, once you're a teacher, you're always a teacher. All right. So let's talk about the meet the teacher night or otherwise known as open house. And this can be a, a really exciting time, it can be a stressful time, but it's also a time where you get a chance to really impact your families and to make those connections with your families so that they can feel confident and comfortable leaving their, their child with you. And you can feel excited about the little faces that you see and you welcome into your classroom. Last year, I did an episode, uh, what it was 89, episode 89, how to plan a virtual open house, meet the teacher, because a lot of us were going back virtually, we actually went back in person, but we had a virtual open house. So a lot of, you know, we were keeping parents and and people out of the schools. And I don't know what that's going to look like this year if they're, if we're planning on going back in person or they're planning on having a virtual open house again. But I know that some states are doing that. So if you are looking specifically for virtual, you might want to check that out. Episode 89, How to Plan a Virtual Open House Meet the Teacher. Also, I have a virtual Meet the Teacher packet with everything that you need sorry about that everything you need to schedule your virtual open house so that you can you can do you can have a you know, an invitation to parents, you have slides that have information that are editable for you to put in there, you've got a, a virtual or digital flip book, there is a transportation form, there's all about your students form that you can fill out on Google Forms, just so much, so much, so many resources that will help you really run a smooth virtual open house and, and make your life so much easier. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today because I want to talk about what's going to happen this year and how we might want to take some of the things that we we did virtually and we might want to use them in our in-person open house because the good news is is you know hopefully we're getting a chance to see people in person because it, it you really it's it's easier to connect in person than it is across the screen. But I know that that can be you know, chaotic, and it can there can be a lot going on. And it doesn't have to be that way. And people do their open houses in different ways. I know that some people will have like all parents come in at the same time. And they'll do almost like a little presentation about who they are, and the things that they expect in their classroom and things that they'll be covering. And I think that's, you know, that can work really well. I know in my school, we had just a time frame. So it was like a couple hour time frame. So people were coming in and out at different times. So a presentation wasn't going to really work. I usually had a like a video or a slideshow playing on my on my over on my board, so that parents could see a little bit about me and a little bit about, you know, what I what I planned on doing with the kids that year, or maybe even my policy on homework. And anything like, like that was kind of playing in the background so they could watch it and I also had a lot of digital elements even you know years ago because it made life so much easier so that's what I want to talk about today i want to talk about some of the things that we can do before we you know you know plan our open house so first of all i think you need to kind of decide what what kind of style are you going to do are you going to do a, a whole group Kind of presentation, or are people going to be coming in and out at different times? Because if they're coming in and out at different times, it makes it more difficult to kind of have that formal presentation. So I, what I like to do, so that I don't feel like I have to be on the entire night. Now you are on the entire night, but you don't. But you get a little bit of a reprieve. Is I like to have a scavenger hunt. So when they first come in, before they even come in my room, I have a little desk outside with with a sign up and they can, you know, they sign up. They, so that I know that they, that they attended and they give me their phone number and their email and maybe even how their child gets home. That's always a really important thing. I always want to keep track of that. Even if I have to walk around with a clipboard and ask parents, I, that's what I would do. Later on, as time went on, I set up computers or devices in my classroom and I had parents fill out a, a Google form that gave me all the information that I needed about them and about you know phone numbers and emails and emergency contacts and um how the child got home and and, and like things that they wa- wanted me to know about their child and and things like that and it really helped because then I it was then it's all the information goes into a spreadsheet so I have access to that spreadsheet and that makes life so much easier so that virtual option or that digital option was part of my in person meet the teacher. So I think that that is a really good idea to do. And like I said, I do have a virtual open house packet, but I also created one for, for an in-person meet the teacher night, but just using some digital aspects and or options. Like I have a, a regular paper pencil sign-in or I have a digital sign-in. So that makes it you know easier for you to decide which one you would like to do. But that so that's the first thing that i had and then i had a scavenger hunt and i've also created this so that you could make it editable on a google form and they can do the scavenger hunt that way but now they're in person so they can see some of the things so you might want to change some of the elements if you're in person as well you could still have it digitally so you're not running a bunch of copies I know for me, like I, you know, so, so many copies for open house. And if you keep some of those things digital, then you eliminate that. And also you get the kids like logged into your, your computers and your, your devices and things like that, that, that they know that right away, which is nice and helpful. So I, you know, it's something to think about. I do have a printable scavenger hunt as well, but Actually, I take that back because I put it on Google Slides so that you could edit it. So would you would be able to add the things that you wanted. Because some of the things I might have in the scavenger hunt, just to give you an idea, is I might have them go into the book nook and find the book that they want to hear or read that year in class. I might have them find their desk with their name tag. And I might have them have their parents fill out a first day note that they're going to leave on the desk. And I might have the students fill out something they want me to know about them. Um, I might have them drop their supplies into baskets that I have put around the room and labeled, which has helps me organize the supplies. The parents are basically organizing the supplies for me and the students, so I don't have to do that. So then when everybody leaves, I've got all the crayons in one basket and all the notebook paper in one basket and all the things that I need in one place. And that makes it so much easier. Now I tell them to keep things like, you know, their own individual crayons and markers and their own individual scissors and things like that, unless you're going to do a group, you know, a table shared supplies. But um, for some of those that some of those personal supplies, I, I tell them to keep that and or put that in their desk or put that in their cubby. Because I want them, you know, sometimes as a parent, you know, you would buy the nicer markers or, you know, scissors or whatever. And you would want that to be the thing that your student or that your child had, and you didn't want them to share whatever was available. So I mean, it, obviously, I don't mean you don't want them to share, but you want them to be able to have the supplies that you purchase for them. I think sharing is still important. So I think there's you're going to have some community supplies like sticky notes and maybe glue or something like that. So those are just that's just something to consider. And those are things you want to think about before you even start your open house, especially if you're going to have your supplies organized. But I'm telling you, that was like one of the best things I ever did was have my parents and students basically organized my supplies for me it made putting supplies away not so daunting and as you notice I did have them bring the supplies to open house because when kids are lugging in those supplies on the first day of school it's very stressful to the student to you to where you're going to put that right away then you're organizing it on the first day of school and it takes time and oh so open house is definitely the time to bring the supplies So, and the scavenger hunt keeps them busy, gets them oriented to the classroom and gives you an opportunity to kind of circulate, talk to parents. And they also on the scavenger hunt, one of the tasks is for the parents to come and meet you and say hello. So that is included as part of their scavenger hunt. Now, not everyone's going to be on the same thing at the same time, especially if they've walked into the class at different times through that, you know, window of open house time And that gives you an opportunity to not be bombarded by like 20, 20 families at once. So I think that that is, is a really helpful thing to keep in mind. So that's, that's, that's kind of what's going on at my open house. And I, and like I said, I've created a new open house meet the teacher packet with some digital options and some paper and and paper print options as well. Like the little notes to, you know, your first day, the first day notes are printable so that you can have those cut out and you, there's two on one page to save save paper and printing and you can have those cut and then maybe on a table and parents are filling those out and leaving them on, on the students' desks. I think that's really a really thing, fun thing to have actually printed. And then I love to have my meet the teacher Little note for parents as well, but that could be something that's digital because that might be something that you can share, or it can be part of what you have set up on your devices so that parents kind of read over that and look at it, or that even might be something that you end up mail emailing to them or sending them out, sending out on classroom dojo. So those are just some things to keep in mind. I think. I think it's nice to have, you know, your room ready to go and set up. I, I know I've had students come in and kids that were really reluctant to be there and have come in and, and they see how the room is decorated. Like one year I did superheroes and they were, they looked at their parents and they said, okay, I'm, I can come back. And it was like, all right. I knew I won them over from the first impression and I just had to continue that. And talk about a way to start. I think it was it was a really a special way to start. So having your room ready to go is helpful. Although if you are, you know, have limited time in your classroom and your open house is right away, an idea, and I've seen teachers do this before, they'll have like construction or like that tape up that's like under construction. So people know that you still have, you know, a few more days to get your classroom ready so that that's something to consider too if you're running out of time because sometimes they do that to us where they make us have this open house before they've even given us a chance to get into our classrooms because there's been like 25,000 meetings and we we're not ready we're totally not ready so that's something to just to just keep in mind another thing that you might consider digital or or paper pencil is a um, transportation form, you might want to have this transportation form ready to go so that you so you know how the kids get home. I think this is really important. So you're not scrambling on that first day. A volunteer form is really helpful as well, which is another thing that can be digital. And I've included that in the open house meet the teacher. Or you can create it yourself and have those things, those things ready to go. I think that makes it much easier. So those are just some ideas for your meet the teacher and your night. I think it's, I think it's helpful. Let me just say one more. I think it's helpful to have like an informational flip book. I have created that digitally. So then you're saving tons of paper and you don't have to do all the stapling of all the pages together and figuring out how it's going to flip. The digital one is really cool on Google Slides. And if they, if you watch it in the present mode, it can actually flip And if you, and it has a little plant at the bottom so that you can, that's like a home button so you can get right back to the beginning, which I think is really cool. And it's, if you do it in an editable version, then you can edit things. You can edit the topics. I go over like my schedule. I might talk about homework or grading or topics that we will cover or um, your, you know, your expectations, things like that can go in an informational flipbook. So that that makes it really, really helpful. I don't think it's necessary to have informational flipbook and all about the teacher and a brochure. And <laughs> you can kind of limit some of the things because sometimes we go crazy. And it can be really overwhelming. Another good idea that a teacher had that I've seen before, and I actually didn't include this in the packet, but I think this is a good idea. They created a fridge magnet. They had little squares of like information teach the teacher's information. Maybe you'd have your class dojo you know, contact information, or maybe you'd have your cell phone if you give that out. Or maybe you would have the school number or your email or something like that. And then you put little magnets on the back, you laminate them, put little magnets on the back, and then you leave them out for parents to take. So they have these little fridge magnets of your information. I thought that was a really helpful thing as well. Okay. So hopefully you are a little more prepared for your open house, meet the teacher night and you're feeling you're feeling good about it because it's a new year. I think it needs to be all about making those connections and building those relationships so that we can have that a year where we feel like we're really supporting kids and we're supporting parents and ourselves and you're taking really good care of yourself. That's an important thing to remember too. All right, I hope this helps. And if you are in need of a meet the teacher open house night, I had like I said, I have the virtual one. And then I have the one that is kind of for both. And it does have some of the elements from the virtual one, but a lot of it is new too. it's kind of a um, a new twist of like it's different colors and things like that. I think it's really pretty. So hopefully it helps. This one tired teacher is needing just a little bit more sleep this summer. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight.